This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to... No Gimmicks Needed! Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you... To be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, here you see a punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. AD, and joining me immediately right now is the man, the myth, the reality, the revolutionary uh Flo Jonah Truth. Yes, sir. We here, man. We it's are another here. great day to be a black man. Congratulations, Patty, my homeboy. Exactly. First of all, we are. It's it's Super Bowl night. Okay, so we're recording this is after the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes wins another championship. Don't look. I be trying to tell people, y'all. Don't bet against my homeboy. Don't do it. And you know, and the, the thing is, Keyflo. I didn't. You know what only fucked me up today, though? I bet the over. I bet the betting over 47.5. You know how much points they had? 47. 47. On the dot. Yeah, nah, I would have left that alone. Not for the Super Bowl. I'm leaving that alone. Yeah, but I did. I I bet on. I took the Chiefs. I took them for the spread. And I took them for uh, the over. The only thing that killed me was the over. But all the other Chiefs. They all want it, so because you don't bet against Patrick Mahomes. But I thought it was going to be a little bit of a hot. First of all, honestly, I would have had that over forty-seven point five if they didn't block uh, 49ers field goal. That extra point after they after they make the touchdown. Yeah, 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 I remember. Yeah, so it is what it is, though. So I don't know who y'all had out there, and if y'all enjoyed the Super Bowl, but um, you know. The first half, I was just like, oh, my God, it's going to be one of them games. It's going to be one of them 10-13 games. I hope not. But it, it came through better in the second half. You know, everybody just need to see Usher, baby. You know what I'm saying? Which, by the way, had a fire halftime show. A fire halftime show, you hear me? Yeah. For those out there, you know what I'm saying? We Usher fans uh, over here. So he, he had a fire halftime show. He was, bring, he was bringing out everybody he brought back. It was Usher, John, and Luda, Alicia Keys, Atlisha. Her? I'm saying like, I'm like, yo, Usher is just like he got a he got a deck full of cards and on all those cards it has the name of a song. He just shuffles the deck. It's like, all right, what are we doing next? Exactly. That's how that's how his song choices was tonight. He, he, we just going to shuffle this deck. Whatever song come up, we playing it. Yeah, but you know it it just works so smoothly though. The man has hits. He got it, and he got more. He can do the next two halftime shows. He got more. People don't be people don't be realizing Q Flow that Usher been around for thirty years. People don't be people don't be peeping that like Usher came out in the nineties. Okay. All I do is say, yeah. People don't realize how much of a legend this man is, and I'm like, y'all. The man, it ain't like Usher started at Yeah in 2004. The man been out 10 years prior to that. Right. My way and, uh, what was it? 
8710. Like, come on, y'all. Since he was a kid. Yeah, like, y'all disrespecting Ursher, baby. Okay? And I'm like, so, the man got his, the man is not a recent artist. Okay? And I, to be honest, I'm not really a big fan of Usher's recent stuff other than this, uh, the song. I mean, Good Kissing was the last hit I liked from Usher. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the one with her that just came out, Risk It All for the Color Purple. I, I was, a, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a fan of that one. And I'm a fan of her. I, I'm a big fan of her. I don't, I don't like too many new artists. Oh, yeah. We love her over here. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I, I'm a big fan of her. So, and I just love how she got that, that nice, good old school R&B feel to her. Not mm-hmm. not the vibey bullshit. Sorry, y'all, if y'all if that offends y'all, but I'm, I'm not a fan of this vibey R&B. This young, this young music. Yeah, no, I, I ain't a fan of the vibe. I like vibe and shit. You, you, you vibe when you love, you know. But neither here or there. The whole stuff was fire. But yeah, uh, me and Q came a little short. We came on the money bets, but it's cool because we said we still gonna <laughs> talk about some wrestling tonight because shit, there's a lot of shit going on in wrestling. Uh, before we get mm-hmm. to that, also, there's a possibility that Prime and Lady Sketch will come and join the podcast. More so on the Lady Sketch side. I did contact Prime. I don't know if he'll be able to get back in time. I, you know, he, he said, you know, he's home, but I don't know. He, he could be in Vegas right now at the at the Super Bowl. I, I wouldn't put it past at the him. Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't put it past him. You know, he, he, he act like he down the street at the corner store. I'm, he at, leaving. He at the usher. He at the usher after party. You know, you, you know what I'm saying? He probably will help choreograph. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to get into it right now. I'm not going to get into it. But, you know, no, 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 I'm probably, you know, he, he, could, he could be doing some shit like that. But hopefully, uh, Lay sketch uh, for later on, but before we get into the stuff that's been going on in wrestling all week, I mean, a lot of stuff. WrestleMania forty news. We got the whole thing with the Rock, Cody, Seth, and Roman. We have TNA news. We have AEW news. We have more Vince McMahon news. There's so much to talk about. So before we get all into that, make sure you guys uh, check out the No Gimmicks Either Wrestling Podcast. Make sure you guys check out the No uh, the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast. Check out Turntables Hip Hop Culture and Beyond. That's my wife's podcast she does for hip hop. And uh, if everybody show up, are we doing fantasy updates too? You said if, if everybody if everybody shows up. If everybody shows up, if, yeah. If they can, we can go. But I didn't I didn't finish points today because I was working. I, but okay. However, we, we can we can make change. But I can do the, the close up that I can. But uh, if not, we can probably hit, knock some out tomorrow. Also, all right, that's cool. <clears throat> and also, dropped uh, off silver tongues. Make sure you guys also check out. You know, he's not here right now. The Prime Nostalgia Podcast of Prime and Lee Boy TV. Make sure you guys <clears throat> check that out as well. And of course, my main man Q Flow with the uh, my man out here doing the music thing. I'll tell you, it feels like twenty twenty four gonna be a big year for my man. So, Q Flow, sell them on yourself a little bit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I don't think I got anything. No, I don't have nothing lined up for this month yet. Um, but we got the EP on the way. That's dropping in March. Um, I don't know when yet, but I just know I. I got it slated for March, uh, but I got to time it right because I don't want to overlap with other artists. Um, so yeah, that's that's about it. You know what I mean, we just we, we, we just vibing right now. Okay, well I, I, I'm excited for it, so I can't wait for that. Okay, so let's go on to the, this real quick. So 
It's been a week, especially when it comes to WWE. And last Friday, we seen Cody Rhodes step back and, and say that he's not going to take on Roman at WrestleMania. The Rock comes out. And then all of a sudden, a backlash happens that I guarantee you that was not what WWE was expecting, let alone Dwayne Johnson. And it was so powerful that they had to pivot and feed into it. And they had to the press. They, 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 they talked about it on Raw, and then they had the press conference. And now the press conference basically turned to Rock Hill. And now we have official, according to Triple H, a, um, Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. Now, before we get into what happened on SmackDown. Me and Q-Flow did talk about that press conference. So right here, I am about to play for you guys what we talked about on the press conference. If you guys heard that already or you joined the premiere of that, then you guys should skip ahead about 30, 33 minutes. Other than that, if y'all have not heard, we're going to play it for you right now. Then when we come back, we're going to talk about what happened on SmackDown, okay? So we're going to it now. Tonight was that WrestleMania 40 kickoff press conference that they had which is more like a little stage show and stuff like that it was only supposed to be an hour from seven to eight and it, i forgot I, I thought it was gonna be like eight to i, I didn't know how long it was gonna be i would i didn't know what i was expecting so i was like okay well everybody was going live everybody that i watch or wrestling con uh, content creators and all that was going live i couldn't go live i was at work so i said okay well when we get off i'm going to record it and premiere it the next day. Because I, 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 there's nothing I can do right now. There's nothing I can personally do when it comes to, you know, going live. I want to. But joining me right now to talk about this is the man, the myth, the reality, the revolutionary freshman flow. Uh-uh. We still in Black History Month. Flo Jerner Truth. Oh, Flo Jerner <laughs> Truth. We still in Black you, you. <laughs> you right on that one. You right on that one, bruh. All right, yeah, yeah. my but flow journal truth right now. I, I I know somewhere, somewhere, my wife is rolling her eyes. So here's here, here's what we have. So right now, after the backlash that WWE has, because that's what it, that's what it is, is backlash from what happened last Friday. We we we're not even uh, a complete week from removed from what happened when The Rock came out and apparently challenged Roman Reigns at WrestleMania and we just had the hashtag we want Cody and everybody turning on The Rock and we see how it was on Raw and just how everything was the, the negative response that they have gotten with that and I and we were sitting here debating and, and trying to figure out what was going to be happening and we were like well we're going to probably get an answer at this press conference they have to try to course correct. And it looked like, come Raw, because I didn't review Raw, but what happened on Raw, it looked they were feeding into it, which is something that I was not expecting because usually, but once again, we're not in the Vince era no more. They they stick their fingers in their ears and they act like they don't hear anything. Triple H is like, hey, y'all see what happened this past weekend? We got to lean into it. Michael Cole was talking about it all night on commentary. So was Pat McAfee. And Drew McIntyre leaned on it. By the way, MVP to Drew McIntyre. And even Seth Rollins was leaning. Everybody was leaning into the hashtag we want Cody to the point where it was just like, okay. They, it looks like we're in the process of, of 
course correcting or you know, of what's going to happen here. So we had this press conference here, which was featuring Roman, Bianca Belair, Seth Rollins, Cody, Rhea, and The Rock. No disrespect to them beautiful ladies out there. No disrespect whatsoever. I love me some Bianca. I love me some Rhea. Shout out to them being on the cover of 2K24. But let me tell you something. This had nothing to do and with Becky Lynch. And, and the man Becky Lynch. Don't don't get uh, yeah. I forgot about Becky Lynch. I'm sorry. I'll tell you who wasn't. I I I'll tell you which lady wasn't there. The winner of the goddamn rumble. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What little barely thick can get. You know, you're right. Barely wasn't there neither. But no disrespect to these women at all. Because I love them all. This wasn't even about them. Fans knew, like, when he was there, it was like, it's cute, fine, but this got nothing to do with them. We want to figure out what's happening at Mania. So that's what we're going to sit here and talk about. Now, first, I, I, I'll just get this out of the way right now. When it comes to the women, like, Bianca Belair came out first. And they had, it was like a stage shuttle with, like, a big Titan tribe behind them and things like that. And Bianca, like, Bianca's not a champion no more. She she, she doesn't, she's not going into WrestleMania as a champion. Or she's not going into WrestleMania to face the champion like she's been for the past three years. She's just there. So she said, I'm going to go to WrestleMania. I'm going to find me a way to get there. So, because Bianca's original opponent was supposed to be Charlotte. From how the storyline was going, how everything was going on. Charlotte and Bianca at WrestleMania. And I'm cool with that. But Charlotte got injured. So we got a course correct with Bianca. She has no obvious opponent right now. And both the champions are going to be uh, occupied. Okay? Even though Bianca teased by somebody that both, both, of, both of them are going to be occupied. So she said she's going to find a way into WrestleMania. And she has an Elimination Chamber qualifying match tomorrow night on Raw. Which, by the way... Uh, I'm sorry, not on Raw. Tomorrow night on SmackDown, right? Okay. Yep. Yep. It, it had to be on SmackDown because it's going her against Meech. I'm like, yo, why you put my sisters together like that, man? Why can't this both be in oh, the my soul. And not for nothing, no disrespect to Mia Yim. Very beautiful girl. Very talented. Bro, this is an alley It is. This is an That's what I was saying. Like, why y'all got to do that to my sisters like that? Because I wanted both of them to be in the chamber. Ain't it black as you want? You know, support my sister. Put them over in there. But it's Ali. Me ain't winning that match. Unless unless they try to do a little push with me right now. And then they got to have Bianca like, how is she going to get to WrestleMania? I, I doubt they'll do that. But still, you're going to want Bianca Belair Bro, in, in your stadium show. What'd you say? She lost to Tiffany Stratton. Like, I so said she lost to Tiffany Stratton. Ain't no way they just going to re-up and like, all right, you're going to beat Bianca. But yeah, I uh, it's it's easy easy win for Bianca. But then they had Becky Lynch come out, and Becky Lynch go out there, and you know she's the women's champion, and uh, obviously the women's champion gonna come with her and Nia's gonna be doing that. Then, then who's, the, who's the who's the women's champion? Rhea Ripley. You said Becky Lynch. My apologies. My apologies. If I did. <laughs> My apologies. Rhea Ripley is the champion. But Becky Lynch does come out and interrupt her. And now here's the thing, Becky Lynch. At this time, I, I I'm watching. It's on YouTube. It's I have it on in the background, like on my phone. But I got called. I'm at work, so I was going to do stuff, and it's on in the background. I didn't get really get a chance. Why I, I I was putting the chat like, did Beyonce say anything of substance, or did, did did Becky say anything of substance? I just know that. She got face-to-face with Rhea, which you already teased the WrestleMania match, but it's just like she got to win the chamber. We know Becky's going to probably win the chamber. It's kind of like how last year 
Oscar, we knew Oscar was gonna win that chamber, and she came in there and won that chamber. So that Sandy was gonna go well, Becky. It's her first time being in the chamber. But what did I miss from that? If I miss um, anything, that was pretty. That was pretty much about it. And then you know, I'm gonna win the chamber, and then I'm gonna see you at Mania and take your title. And uh, the man is gonna put mommy at the bottom or something like that. She said something real slick. It was it was it was clever, but I missed it. Okay. I'm mean, yeah. I I figure I figure it'd be clever. I'm just saying, Becky got a good way of words. But I'm telling you that that ugly ass man handle slam, especially that. that was, mm, stop doing that. Stop doing that. So Triple H comes out, and now it's like okay, now we know we because that, that was the first half an hour. Now second half hour, we're gonna be we, we reserved to this. And Triple H come out there and get yeah, everybody half of WrestleMania. Are you ready? No, are you ready? Yeah, whatever. We good. Let's let's just cut the shit and, let, and let's just, let's just get on with it. Seth freaking Rollins comes out first, and I was already worried about Seth Rollins coming out because I already knew. I said Roman buried this title. The man coming out with a knee brace, he half broken. You know, uh, which by the way, also before I go any further with uh, Seth Rollins, I forgot to mention they had. Uh, a, like a pre-show table which had Pat McAfee, Michael Cole, Biggie, and CM Punk. And CM Punk had a brace on his arm for you know uh, his tricep surgery, which he which he has done, but you know still got a road to recovery. But I'm glad that they're still using CM Punk in a way because like you mentioned WrestleMania main event, you can't go out there and wrestle, but still be a part of WrestleMania. I think is I think is dope. So I'm like just keep us seeing CM Punk. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <clears throat> with that being said, Seth Rollins is out there, and you know the fans chant to his song, and they you know Seth freaking Rollins every day. So so he, so he still got his fans, but he you know he's out there because Cody got to make a, a choice, or they got to be a choice about what's going on with the championship at WrestleMania. That's what that's a big brother come out. Roman Reigns himself, he comes out, and Roman. If you thought the title wasn't buried enough, Roman said, "Hold this, I got you." Because he like shoot, like several. I'm doing too. Like right now, he, he he just shushed them all, saying, "You know, loser brackets championship." That's what he called it. Loser brackets brackets champion, and nobody cared about that because you know, everybody will know who I. Want to face at WrestleMania, and Roman said that he said, "I choose The Rock." Fans ain't like that. So then, The Rock comes out. The Rock's music uh, hits, and then The Rock comes out to booze. Let me just tell y'all this right oh, now. Let's 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 play semantics though. This was a very fickle crowd. Niggas, <laughs> y'all ain't really get y'all ain't really do the job I needed y'all to do. Like. Y'all supposed to like boo this man, like even when you heard this, if you smell, y'all supposed to boo this man. Y'all still doing it in the millions and millions, like y'all. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, ass crowd. To, like, to, come to, on, son. To be fair, Q Photo, to be fair, they booed the rock. Now, because I see people. Yeah, they online. did, but it was like it was like blended in the cheers, though. Yeah, yeah, they um. I'm, 
Now, it wasn't like, because last week they, they cheered, but, but once again, The Rock caught him off guard. It's The Rock coming back, so of course you're going to cheer in your recency bias. But now, since the shit been going on and, and how things was handled, yeah, he got booed. And I mean, it could have, you know, I understand what's here with the fickleness, but I really heard, because first of all, The Rock was sitting there, it was like he was trying to decipher, he was trying to like, hear out the crowd. And then he about to, he about to talk, and they were still booed. But then. He got him right. He said, finally, The Rock has come back to Las Vegas. And there's a crowd participation in that one. And The Rock says, you know, I hear you and I feel your passion. That's one thing I love about that. And the press, I'm happy, you know, happy that, that you're here to uh, the millions and the millions of The Rock's fans. I'm happy that you're here. And to all the Cody Crybabies, you know, happy that you're here. So they ain't like the Cody Crybabies. And I'm like, okay. Rock earlier today went on Pat McAfee's show and he healed it up. He called, he talked about the Cody Crybabies, he talked about the, you know, everybody, you know, whining about finishing the story. I was like, The Rock is playing into this because one, he really had no choice. But I'm saying, but The Rock is playing into what's been going on and in, in being a heel. Yeah, and, see, Rock, Rock is, is smart because it's like, you, you're not, he know like, you see the backlash, you're not about to get cheered. So go heal. If you're gonna get booze, you might as well be a be an asshole. The man knows how. I said. I, I said in our chat. I said the man knows how to feed into a situation. I I mean, at least in wrestling. Okay, he know how to feed into a situation when things are not working out great for him. And I, he's aware of that. He's aware of it. So I'm like, because right now, you, you this is not the big man. There, you're not gonna force your force a baby face that the fans clearly don't want. And. The Rock said, okay, look, well, I got something to show you. I think you're really going to like it. And some people may like it. Some people may not like it. But for, for one thing, you're going to respect it. So then but that big screen behind everything, The Rock pulls up the whole family tree. He he, he won Ancestry.com and just got the whole tree. The whole lineage of, you know, the Anawani family, right? And I was just like, bro, I can't. I, I, I point out some names, but I'm just like, you know, he didn't have pictures of it. He just had names when it comes to this tree. And talking about the importance of how much it comes to, to the Rock and Roman and how they're going to rain event WrestleMania. And he was even asking the crowd, you know, do you think the Tribal Chief is going to beat the Rock? And the great one is going to beat the Tribal Chief. And it, it was a mixture at, at, at first. And it was just like, okay, you know, we, we really ain't feeling this. We're Cody. So, Cody, you know what's funny, though? Cody got no interest out of everybody tonight. Cody, you would think, is the only one that didn't get no interest at all. Hey, all you hear is, wait a minute. And this guy walks out. It's Cody Rose. No, whoa. No, nothing. He comes out there and says, you know what? All this is bullshit. This, all this is bullshit. It is, sir. <coughs> he comes out saying this is bullshit. Talking to Roman. And I'm, I'm trying to go by what's one of the first things he said. Because uh, he talked about, you don't get to make a choice of who you, as a champion, want to face at WrestleMania. I won the Royal Rumble. I'm the one who gets to have the choice. No shit, Cody. 
Because no matter what, I knew coming into this press conference, no matter what Cody said, they fucked up last week. And they will never be forgiven for that. Because y'all make Cody like a complete asshole. So now Cody's coming out pissed because he's like, I won the Rumble. I get to make the choice. And he looks at Rollins. And I, I you know, he tried to tell him, like, bro, ain't no time for teasing right now. He wants Roman at WrestleMania. That's his choice. That's the championship he wants. Roman sit there and says, hey, look, man, you had a chance to finish the story last year. You didn't do it. And he said, it's pathetic. It's quite pathetic just like your daddy. Trigger word, you know Cody is kind of like talking to Cap about uh, Bucky. When you when you hear about Dusty, we talk about his daddy. He get trigger word. He says, "Oh, you want to sit here and talk about family? And you want to talk? You talk about that? Now, let me ask you a question. How Jay doing?" Then the crowd was like, "Oh, because Jay's on Raw. Jay left the bloodline. You know, I had the whole issue with him. Y'all f- f- fucked him up. Family, right?" And he says, "You talk about the family. Those guys. You know, what I'm saying they yes men." They're goons. And you talking about, everybody was talking about being the head of the table. Why does that even matter when ain't, ain't nobody, and none of y'all been cooking for the past two years? Nice. I was like, come on, Cody. Come on with it. And he was like, you know, if the high chief, your grandfather, to point at the rock, was here right now. To see this, he'll be ashamed. Well, Roman ain't had to say nothing because you know who stepped to him? The Rock stepped to him. Mm-hmm. The Rock stepped to him. He said, hold on now. I want to make one thing perfectly clear. When you talk about his family, you're talking about my family. When you're talking about his ancestors, you're talking about my ancestors. When you're talking about his blood, you're talking about my blood. And uh, you could tell The Rock was getting, you know, very answer. He ain't going to tolerate that. And it go off and slap, I mean, slap the shit out of Cody. Slap the shit out of Cody. Like, Cody had to stop, he, like, he stopped back from me, like, oh, let me get him myself. All right, because, you know, Rock, huge, huge, huge motherfucker. So now, now they about to fight. Adam Pierce and Triple H did come out on stage, but he was just in the background. But now since the fight about to start, they had to break them up and break them down. And then that's how it kind of ended. But it really didn't end because it went back to the table where Punk and Big E, McAfee, and Cole was at. And it was like, Yo, so what's happened? So they put the graphic up on the screen of Cody Rose facing Roman Reigns at Mania. And... Seeing Punk was just like, hey, look, Cody being a little too modest for me. I'm sorry. If somebody going to slap me, he said, you know, I'm going to punch eye pull and everything like that. You need to slap him back and do that. Because, uh, and everybody said, try to figure out, like, oh, what's been going, what's going on? And because The Rock and Roman left together. It wasn't like The Rock left and Roman was out there. Did, you, Roman, huh? did you see, did you see the graphic that, uh, WWE on Fox put up? Of uh, Roman and Rock? No. It's cold. I'm not even going to lie. It's, I'm about to say that it's cold, bro. I'm like, damn. I kind of want this to go for a while now, bro. It's cold. I'm gonna send it to you. Hold on. Go ahead. Keep going. Okay. Yeah. So they left together, and CM Punk was all about, man. Look, the only way to handle all this is let them fight. You gotta let them fight. So they 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 show backstage, and you see Triple H 
is about to uh, get an interview from Q knows all the interview uh, the, the interview names. I forgot what her name is, but Trish about to get interviewed. And uh, I don't know this new. I don't know this new girl. She's cute though. I, I don't know this yeah. new girl though. Triple H uh, was back there about to get interviewed, and then The Rock and Roman come up, and he says, "Yo, he not gonna talk shit about my family." You need to, it did. You ain't gonna talk shit about family. It did. Chewie said, Oh, hold on. You, uh, you better watch it. You know, you, you teetered on that line and you know that. You teetered on that line, you know that. Hold on. Okay, so you, you just send, send it to me. I'm about to, uh, see what's going on here. That's nice. That's pretty nice. Oh, you, you, man, I need to go say that. That, that photo is cold, bro. It's, 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 you was right. Go go get your apologies back. Go get your apologies back. No, 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 no. You know what? No, no. You know, I, I'm I, I'm gonna wait for all that shit after Mania. I because it's just too much flip flopping for me. Okay, it's too much. It's too much flip flopping. But I'll tell you this though. When he said, "Hey," he said, "No, ain't, ain't, I ain't right across the line." He said, "Look, you fix this." Or we, not me, not we gonna fix this. You don't say nothing about my fucking family. And he walked off. And she opposed all like, a little fight. So that was that was a press conference. Hour fourteen minutes. You know, so we went we went a little over. So here's my thing. So now I got I got hear from you, Kifla. With all this happening, and I asked you off camera how you may feel about it, but now I wanna know in detail. What do you think is the build-up and what's going to happen? Because now, no matter what we slice, no matter what we want, The Rock is involved. And automatically now, after The Rock slapped Cody like that, The Rock is a heel. WrestleMania has never been the showcase of the heels. It's always heel and babyface. Axe Hogan for the first nine years of it, okay? Despite how you feel about it personally, that's how it is. You're not having two heels. Rock and Roman doing that now. So I have to ask you, how do you think this is going to go down? Um, First off, first off, I got to say, man, like, yo, Cody, as as your fellow African-American brother on Black History Month, you need to start listening to, to your coaches and mentors, man. What did Arn Anderson tell you? When somebody disrespecting you, get the Glock. Get the Glock. Put it to his forehead and spill <laughs> his brains on the pavement. How dare you? Let the rock embarrass you like that in Vegas. Twice. It's just the rock. Twice. It's just the rock. He ain't he ain't immortal. You know what I mean? He old. Shoot him fight. Slap him, son. Hit him in the little legs. Come on, son. Yeah. But anyway, um, dude, I have no clue where this is going. I see everybody saying like night one, tag team match with Cody and stuff versus Roman and that excuse me, Roman and Rock. That's a stupid idea. Seth needs to defend his title still. All but, right, we're but, not going to rob somebody of a main event because they want to do a tag match. Yeah, yeah, but 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 even with that being said, first of all, the Rock's not wrestling twice. I'm telling you that right now. Number two, okay, we were about Seth. The Rock's not wrestling twice. And number and number two, Seth had nothing to do with it. At the end, after after the Rock and Cody and all them came out, Seth was just there on the stage, just like, hey, what about me? He was starting arguments. He was trying to argue with the Rock on like, bro. All right. But you know, they could they could they could play it or they could play around and say, oh well, 
the workhorses versus the and the break takers or something like that. I don't I don't know. It's what the versus the bloodline, honestly. But um yeah, no, I don't I don't know. I don't know where it's going. I I'm just I don't care. See look, now that the rock is out of it and Cody got his title shot, win or lose, I just wanted Cody to have his title shot. I don't care if he wins or loses. He just deserved his title shot. Now that the rock is out of it, I'm glad he I'm glad now. Like I'm here for, I'm here for whatever they do. I just wanted Cody to have this title shot as he earned. So, uh, yeah, so this is what I think is going to happen. And, and once again, this is not something I'm, I'm going to be standing strong on, but I'm going to do it. It's going by, I guess, analytics or how things are going to go. There's a couple ways you can do it. This is one way I, I see it. Rock and Roman, because Roman is not scheduled for the Elimination Chamber. And everybody was worried that they're going to do a Rhea and Nia main event because it's Rhea Holmes ta- Rhea's hometown, but it's still a stadium show. So, there's a possibility that we could get a tag match between The Rock and Roman against Cody and Seth. Now, the problem with that is, though, I'm talking about at Chamber, so, but the problem with that is Seth got a bad leg still, y'all. And Seth already said that he's doing natural rehab to, to help this so he can be ready for Mania. He'll probably get the surgery afterwards. Right now, I don't... I, I didn't see Seth wrestling until many because you don't want to risk hurting that leg and now you have no championship match at all. And even y'all wow. say, huh? No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. And, and even, even if y'all say, well, it's just going to be one match and it's going to be a tag match. So you don't have to be in there. Dwayne still got to be carried a little bit. I'm sorry. You know, the, the Rock is still older. And, and the Rock has not been in the ring in 11 years. So, Seth Rollins can have a five-star match with a broom. It doesn't matter. But right now, you don't want to risk get, getting injured before Mania. If he gets injured during the match, I mean, he just keep it going. And that's it. Go get the surgery and call it a day. But you don't want to take that chance of getting injured, not at Mania, for a tag team match, which technically you have nothing to do with you just want somebody to challenge you you seth have nothing to do with this so that's one possibility but that's one thing i'm going to debunk what i'm thinking that if you know will go more so the way is i think they're going to try to maybe do like a 2014 thing where night one we get the rock versus cody whoever wins gets roman night two Kind of like with Daniel Bryan, like Daniel Bryan faced Triple H in the opening match, and whoever won goes into the the, the Orton and Batista match and makes it a triple threat. That's what I was thinking. So, but now that you got two nights of WrestleMania, the Rock, Rock's a heel. Now Rock slapped Cody. Rock, Cody, I get his lick, his lick back. So, I can see the Rock. Versus Cody. And that way, for, for the casuals and ones who, who don't understand how wrestling works all the way, you can still see The Rock, you can still see him at Mania, and you can still have the sense of belief that, hey, The Rock can beat Cody to go on to face Roman Reigns on Sunday. But The Rock's not going to wrestle twice. So you have Cody can beat The Rock and beat Roman in one Mania. Shit, if y'all go put him in back-to-back rumbles and only an elite class, only of three other guys have done that, I can see them doing something like that. Those are the only two options that I see. Or they can even do a triple threat match. But once again, The Rock has played up the heel right now. You don't do heel and heel at Mania. That's just not the way they're going to go about it. So I'm thinking right right now, 
Cody's gonna get his, his matchup, but the Rock ain't gonna have it. And I think night one, Rock and Cody. Night two, Roman and Cody, or wh- whoever wins gets gets Roman on night two. And as it comes for Seth Rollins, I'm sorry, I'm very sorry. Your injury, your injury is is um obviously you know you can still probably go a little bit, but CM Punk got injured. Your your main event is done. And right now, you got caught up in a storyline that, that that has nothing to do with you, and your title has gotten buried so much that it needs it it, it needs a resurgence. They have even Michael Cole had to address it of how much that title has gotten buried. That title has gotten so buried to the point that even if you do McIntyre and Seth Rollins, it doesn't matter anymore. Okay, it doesn't matter anymore. They're not gonna probably be the main event night one. Now, if they do do that, The Rock is not gonna not miss WrestleMania. He's not gonna do that. Uh, my thing was too. See, that's the only thing though. Is this because again, when you win the Rumble, you get a main event, like you're in the main event spot. And you know what about Bailey? I mean, yeah, but does she not get a main event spot? But see, you got it. Also goes by the story. It also goes by what's hot. Also, look at last year. The main event night one was the tag team championships, where people were saying that Charlotte and Rhea should main event because Rhea won the Rumble. That's what they said, and they said maybe you should open the open WrestleMania with the tag team match. But the story was so rich, it was so hot. That, that had the main event. So it took president over Rhea and Charlotte. If you go uh, yeah, that's a good point. If you go back to 2002 at WrestleMania 38, well, um, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think uh, who was the winners of, of those years of 22. God, I can't. Okay. Uh, 22? Of 22. Was it? Rumbles. Was it Bianca and... Bianca was 21. I think it was... Bianca was 21. Bianca was 21. 22. 22. Damn, I don't remember. You know, honestly, I'm about to go, I'm about to go, go, go check this out. I know out. Edge. Edge was for the men's, wasn't he? But Edge, the Edge, Edge won in, tw- in uh, 21, I believe. That was 21 as well? Jesus. Yeah, yeah so... Russell, okay, I, I'm I'm gonna look this up right now. To uh, <clears throat> I just want you to do, do. All right, hold y'all. So okay, thirty nine. We already talked about thirty nine. So thirty eight. Thirty eight was when we was in Dallas. Okay, so uh, the Rumble match. No, it was Brock. It was Brock. Brock <laughs> won. Yeah, Brock won. Uh, the Rumble. Brock won the men's. Yeah, and, and then, but now when it comes to the women's, who won the women's? Oh, it was Ronda. Chef, yo, you know what? Real talk, I forgot Ronda won. Real talk, I, f- I forgot. I did too. Ronda won. Uh, so and hey, that was the USP, the USP room. Okay, yeah, so. Damn, they, they, they got the wrong results up. So, 
uh, Ronda had her match with Charlotte Flair, and everybody was like, "Well, that could that could be main event because Ronda won." But that that match had no heat, and nobody cared because you know Stone Cold versus Kevin Owens took precedent, and that main event at night one. Because it's Stone Cold versus Kevin Owens, and, and that they had the more heat. Stone Cold's coming back. It's Texas. Should do. Hey, Ronda won, but that match had no heat. So, it doesn't mean an event, unfortunately. That's just that's what it is. And then night two. Yeah, no, you, you think he's making good points. Yeah, so, I mean, it. look, it's unfortunate. I understand that. But then once again, if if people really beg for that and really want that, but then when it happens and, and they get mad because it has no heat to it, I'm like, look, along with the main event, you got to have some kind of heat to it. You got to have some kind of good story to invest the people in there because you're not going to do something that's going to steal the show and next thing you know, WrestleMania 25 and then Randy Orton and got to follow Shawn Michaels and Undertaker and this ain't work. So now, we love, I love Bailey, and Bailey, you know, she won the Rumble and she gets a match, but she's going to get her match at night one the night before the main event. And unfortunately, Seth title is just, it's just so forgotten right now there's no way the Rock's gonna miss Mania. He's not going. He's in. He's invested in the storyline deeply. He's not going to miss Mania. I I I I I can't see that right now. As the way he just came back in here, he's not going to miss Mania. So what I'm thinking right now of fixing it is the only way to tease people. The only way to have you know fans be invested is Cody and the Rock at night one. And then Cody can beat The Rock and go face Reigns. It's 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 a WrestleMania thirty thing all over again. It's just it's just in two nights. And I can I, I can I can truly see that because then that way, uh, maybe The Rock gets a conscience and decides to uh, go against Roman Reigns and help Cody out on night two. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying that's the way to do it. But they book. They got them, they shot themselves in the foot last week. So they're trying to course correct. And does all this shit make sense? No. Do we have any clear answers? No. But right now, from tonight, the way the answer is, is that Cody is going against Roman. That that come tomorrow on SmackDown, The Rock can change it. Because they kept talking about The Rock's part of the board. The Rock's your boss. Like, they kept bringing that up tonight. They kept doing that. So, we're going to see how The Rock going to enforce it. And right now, I'm like, hey... Cody came out there and disrespected my family. And I'm like, and everybody, all these Cody crybabies, and you, you try to mess up something, something that the family's going to do, I'm going to kick your ass. Okay, what better way to kick, kick his ass at Russell, than WrestleMania? Drew and Seth could be the opener. Drew and Seth can be uh, next to last. And it still could be, be a good thing. I don't necessarily know what the plan is. I am completely befuddled. This is all just a guesstimation right here. But that's what happened in this press conference today. So, we really got to sit sit back and see what's bound to happen. But like I, I feel what you can like. I'm 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 ex- I'm, I'm slightly excited to see what what's going to happen with this. I want Cody to have a match. I want Cody to be the champion. I want I I really right now want that belt off Roman Reigns. It ain't even about win losing whoever takes it. I, I I need it off of him. I need a I need a break. I like Roman. I like the bloodline, but I need a break from that. Storyline from that group. I need a break from it. I do want a champion. That's I, I, I'm sick and tired of. We, we don't have any championship storylines going into pay per views. 
because the champion ain't there. And the time he keeps coming back, you got to throw him into something that, that don't have enough time to develop it and, you know, and, and, and make any merit for us to believe that he's going to lose it. Well, now we, we, we got over a year storyline. We got The Rock involved. We got Cody involved, stuff like that. So right now, just take it off of him and get a break. Hell, if y'all don't want Cody to have it long, he'd lose that SummerSlam, whatever. But take it off of him and give me a couple breaks without Roman. If Roman going to leave anyway, at least keep the belt here. We got, we got to see what happens. Any, any final thoughts? Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. You make, you make some compelling points. Um, any final thoughts? Um, uh, Triple H is he on the grill right now? He on the hibachi grill right now, man. Just every time he just, he just sprinkle that little oil and whoosh, the fire, <laughs> flames just pop up. You feel me? You ever been to hibachi? I have been. And they yeah. let that fire go. Oh, yes, sir. Boy. That's that's Triple H, man. He cooking right now with. But the hottest of grease, man. Boy, that, um, that piece like over is overtime. Yo, <laughs> I like where this is going. Um, again, like I said, I don't care if Roman wins or loses. I mean, if Cody wins or loses, personally, I just wanted what was right to be right. Like, it wasn't right for him to potentially lose his mania spot. And y'all had this whole backing. And him winning the rumble and all that, and y'all just wanted to do damage control. This is be- this is better damage control than what y'all were doing. Cause now, now first it was like, man, y'all just got the rock here because Vince McMahon, blah blah blah. Bro, I ain't hear one thing about Vince. All I've been hearing about you know, what is Rock and Roman about to do? Like that is how you do damage control right there. Like that's damage control because ain't nobody th- we ain't even thinking about Vince now now we're thinking like yo what the hell well, is about well, to happen well, oh, oh, guys, oh, 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 slow down Q because there, there's some on the podcast oh, well, let, me, let me not say that. oh yeah but let me not say all that but like I'm just saying like this is damage control this is good damage control and it got people excited about Mania again I hope y'all ain't refund y'all tickets because uh, your boy in the main event yeah so we, we're going to see how things keep playing out right now Alright, so hope you guys enjoyed that. Now we're going to get into right into the fallout of the WrestleMania kickoff as it was talking about SmackDown. So uh SmackDown, this was mostly this show was built going into Elimination Chamber and we was gonna figure out who was going to be Seth's opponent because in the beginning Triple H came out and uh addressed what happened at the press conference. And in the midst of him addressing what happened at the press conference, he took some shots at The Rock. And I, I want to get your thoughts about this cue also. We'll have on SmackDown. Where do you think this is still going? Because this is not over, obviously. And Tri- Triple H says that... Yeah, it's not know, over. Um, Go ahead. I, no, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish. Finish. Yeah. So this is not over. And Triple H comes out and he says that you know, there's people that's in the back who sit there and want to abuse their authority. And they want to make sure they, they run things around here. Well, I'm going to tell you this right now. That when it comes to running things, when it comes to who all things have to go through, you're looking at them. Basically me. And some people in the back don't know how to know their role. So we already know who he's talking about. Then he sits there and says that, listen... When it comes to the main event, 
of WrestleMania, the biggest WrestleMania of all time. He says it every year. So when it comes to the main event of that WrestleMania, some people may not like it in the back, but this is what it's going to be. It's going to be Roman Reigns defending his WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship, Undisputed Universal Heavyweight Championship, against Cody Rhodes. And the people in the back who may have a problem with it, may need to know their role. Clearly coming at The Rock, clearly talking about The Rock, and all the, all those things. Now, backstage, as Triple uh, H was like talking to Braun Brick, I believe it was, Paul Heyman comes in. And Paul Heyman was basically kind of making sense. Triple H made a mistake. But he sees that he's, you know, he's a little antsy right now. So he won't discuss it with him right now. He'll discuss it with him next week. When he has his tribal chief, the WWE Universal Undisputed Champion, Roman Reigns with him, and he leaves at the screen. And he comes back and says, and The Rock. So it, they have been advertised for next week. The Rock and Triple H will be back. Excuse me, The Rock and Roman Reigns will be back next week on SmackDown. Now, since we we all know this is not over, Q-Flow, where do you see now how, how the story is laying out? Because, spoiler alert, we got to jump ahead a little bit. We saw tonight during the Super Bowl that WrestleMania 40 had an ad. But in this ad, it was Cody and Seth on one side with The Rock and Roman on the other side walking towards each other, doing a whole stare down, promoting WrestleMania 40. Now, I mean, you know, I could be looking into it too much, but I was still saying, even prior when he said it was like, what the hell is going on here? So I'm, I'm curious from you, Q-Flow, so far from the announcement that we got from Triple H on Friday, from this commercial that we've seen, and we as of right now, Roman and Cody are official for WrestleMania main event. Where do you think this is going, or how this this is going to play out? Um, well, one, I tell y'all where it's not. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. I'm good. Okay, I I tell y'all where it's not going. I I don't know what what drugs y'all on tonight. We is not getting no damn Triple H versus The Rock. Shut that up. But he can't Shut wrestle. That. He can't. The man got a bad heart. Y'all some of some. Oh, snap. We getting The the Rock versus Triple H. Shut up. <laughs> um. Now, where I, where it is going, I, I honestly have zero clue. I don't know anymore. I don't know anymore. Like, as far as, like, The Rock's involvement in all this, I don't know anymore. You know, uh, it actually, it feels kind of good when you're a wrestling fan and you don't know where the stuff is going to come, you know, come from and everything like that. I, I'm going to say this. I, we are you clearly know, in a power you know, struggle, huh? You know what it is? No, I'm with you on that. I was about to piggyback because it's like, usually, like, there's two types of I don't knows. It's like, not, or like, yeah, it's two types of like not knowing where this is going. One of them is like, oh god, where is this going? But the other one's like, oh shit, like hold up, where are we going with this? Like, and that's where we at right now. We at the where are we going? Like, we at that part, and I'm here for it. I I am here for it as well. And there's multiple situations that they can do, and there's there's situations that I hope they don't do. And for for instance, is like. 
I don't. First of all, I know I didn't really get like a power struggle between The Rock and Triple H, and they had a a, a story rivalry. They were supposed to have one of their final WrestleMania matches because the, the Rock and Triple H for the rivalry that they had, they never had, never had a one on one WrestleMania match before. Now I know some people may out there be saying, "Hey, they they watched that WrestleMania 2000, yeah, but it was a fatal four way." And it was a fatal four-way elimination, but they never had the big-time Rock Triple H one-on-one matchup at WrestleMania, and that's that's one of the Rock's biggest rivals, San Diego Triple H. That whole rivalry they had with them in two thousand was insane. So they had teased that for WrestleMania thirty-two, but things just did not work out with the Rock and Triple H going at it. So now Triple H, y'all, he has a pacemaker. Like, the man really almost died last year or two years ago. Yeah, 2022. The man almost died. The man uh, came out of WrestleMania 38 put his boots down. He cannot, even if he wants to, even if for a stretch, even if he wants to try to take a bump, he cannot because the man has a pacemaker in his heart. For those who don't know what a pacemaker is, a pacemaker is a device that they put kind of like uh, at the top around your heart that keeps your heart uh, beating. Because when my mother was sick, they was trying to install a pacemaker in her because the heartbeat was irregular. And that basically that machine helps keep the heartbeat regular, keeps the blood flowing. It, it protects the heart when the heart is not beating around its own, it's not pumping out the blood it's supposed to. And if it's not there, it, you can possibly die. And that is what happened to, happened to my mother because she, uh, we didn't get the pace the pacemaker in her, so that's what that is. He can't do anything. He can't do anything. So that theory's out the window. Then there's been the theory of the tag team match between The Rock and Roman against Seth and Cody, and I'm like, okay, if Seth was a hundred percent. Sure. Seth is a worker. He can do that. But that's not... It, I, I would think the Elimination Chamber would be the place to do that. A stadium show. And it, it would be a good place to do that. However, Seth's not wrestling on that night. And it, it, it look, I know so much stuff has happened in WWE to the point where it's like, well, we don't really know what's going to happen anymore. The man, the man is walking out there in a knee brace. To keep the knee together. And he's trying to heal just to be there for WrestleMania. I will not take the chance of risking him getting hurt at Elimination Chamber. And not be able to defend his World Heavyweight Championship at Mania. No matter how much they buried it. it, It's still got to be defended. And they're doing this whole Elimination Chamber qualifying matches for that. So, I don't see... Then you, you may sit there and say, well, I've seen people online talk about night one can be the tag team match. And then on night two, you do, you do both of the championship matches. I don't see. I don't. I really don't see. Seth that's Rollins. a lot of that's a lot of Cody Rhodes on my TV, bro. It's, I really don't see Seth Rollins. Doing a tag match. And then, then I ain't really worried about a lot of Cody Rhodes on my TV. That's a lot. She has a lot of bloodline on my TV. So 
is the fact that I don't see Seth Rollins going out there one night WrestleMania and is this it, it, saying, can you work a safe match where it can be entertaining enough, but can you work a safe match without getting injured and still do the same thing the next night? We don't know. As of right now, from the way they were booking this thing on SmackDown, Seth's going to defend his Royal Rumble Championship, and he's trying to figure out who is going to be, uh, who's going to win the Elimination Chamber to face him. And right now, it's we got Randy that's in there and Drew that's in there. We have the Miz and Logan Paul in the qualifying match. We have LA Knight and Ivar on Raw in the qualifying match. We have. Bobby Lashley and Bronson Reed in a, a qualifying match. And there's, oh, there's one. Kevin Owens and Dominic in a qualifying match. So, I'm thinking Dom's going to make it into the chamber because I think Logan Paul, and I think The Miz may make it because I think Logan Paul and Kevin Owens got a rematch in the chamber. And since Bronson Reed is from Australia, I think he's not going to be the left off of that card. So, Karrion Cross is going to screw, screw Bobby over. And. Maybe, uh, I, I don't see L AJ Styles screwing over LA Knight, but having just Ivar, Miz, and Dom in in the, in the chamber for the, the, the championship kind of seems weird to me. But maybe that could just be me. Nah, that is weird. Yeah, it's like the, the chamber of like 2011 all over again. Like, R-Truth and Envy, like, okay, this people ain't going for the, the championship. Get the fuck out of here. Like, all right, come on now. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, the, I I like to sit there and be surprised by it. I know th this probably took the rock back a little bit of how the reaction was when he came back. But we we're gonna we're going to find out on Raw. Cody gonna have to tell us on Raw why did he give up his spot in the first place and what the rock whispered to him. That's what he's having on Raw tomorrow. Especially after the Rock mm. bitched him. Now we got, we got to put some. Now we got this stuff in motion for the storyline. Now we got to put some heat to it. You know what I'm saying? If you, you still there, Kifa? I'm here. I'm here. Okay, yeah. I'm listening. Put some uh, heat to it. Um. So that's what needs to happen. Also on SmackDown, we've seen the return of Dakota Kai. I mean, she, she's already been here, but... uh. She wasn't there when Damage Control tried to beat down Bailey. And now you see to try to figure out what side mm -hmm. is Dakota going to be on. And she did take a chair and she did attack uh, Damage Control. And like she's going to hit Bailey, but she put it down. She just left. So they're, they're teasing what side Dakota's going to be on. I know we talked about it a little bit off air, but I still think Dakota's going to be with Damage Control. And Bailey's going to be all by herself. And. They, 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 they're going to be in desperate need of a mouthpiece. So, uh, as I see Dakota doing that, and what I'm trying to think happened on SmackDown that was of interest other than these qualifying matches. Uh, Randy Orton beat Sami Zayn to qualify for champion. We already said that. Cedric Alexander and Shanti the Adonis is going to try to be a tag team. We got to see how that's going to work out. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking at Australia, we're going to probably get that six-man tag match between Bobby Lashley and the Prophets against AOP and Cross because you got to do something because they, they, they have yet to do that match properly yet. Right. You have to, you have to do that match properly. 
I know there was other things that happened. Said that this is not necessarily a SmackDown interview. It's more so to talk about what Triple H came out there and said, and now what, what, what we're going, to, what we expect to see on Monday. Mm-hmm. So that's what. Yeah. That, so I didn't. I I think I caught like the tail end of what he was saying. About um, what? about uh, the Rock and all that. Okay. But um, I'm here for it though. It was enough for people to put the ether beat behind it. So there's that. <laughs> oh, I ain't, I ain't know they did. They did that. You just sent me the meme of, of the Sonic rings, bro. You gotta find me that meme. I can Yo, I can't find the me again one. Yo, I'm, I'm still looking, but I can't find it. Um, but yeah, this is shit. If you know to be a, we we about to have a classic mania on our hands, man. Oh, potentially, potentially. Oh, I. WWE, some when they want to, can t- t- uh, tend to uh, turn chicken shit to chicken salad. They, they they can tend to do that, and with them having a blunder, I still think they can they can course correct this and try to make it a way that's entertaining for everybody. Mm. And that that's what I'm ho- hoping for. So. Uh, also, that that wasn't just the biggest news of the week. Also, because. If I jump over to AEW real quick on Dynamite, Dynamite has has been in the shit for a while. And there's actually been a couple weeks I just haven't turned to Dynamite voluntarily. because. But now I think it starts to find a stride because for some reason in wrestling, when one show has something bad that happens to them, then the next show has a good run of things going. Then when that show fucks up, mm-hmm. which it happens all time wrestling, then all of a sudden the other show has a good run of things. And with the whole thing with Vince and how they handled the storyline with Roman and Cody, AEW had a great show this week <laughs> on Wednesday. That you know it, it was a damn good show that, and I was like, you know, they ain't had a good Dynamite in weeks. I mean, to the point where I was just like, okay, I would like tune in to Dynamite at like nine thirty, but I wouldn't be sitting there watching Dynamite and stuff like that. Well, of course. It was one of the big announcement nights. Tony Khan had a big announcement. What the big yeah, announcement was going to be. So, you know. But, uh, on Dynamite, uh, I'm going to just go over real quick uh, the things that happened and, uh, what was, uh, and then what is the, the big news that's coming. They had, and first, they opened up the show awesome. They, they had Swerve going up against Hangman Page, and the winner is going to face Samoa Joe at Revolution. For triple threat, we doing a countdown to Swerve once his be the first African American AEW champion. Just let y'all know that right now. Okay. And trust me, when that happens, Prince not gonna kill that dance, bro. Oh my god. Have you learned how to do it yet? Learn how to do what? The Prince not dance. No. <laughs> Why are you hating on him, man? <laughs> no, thank you. Well, uh, they went to a time limit time limit draw for thirty minutes. And Swerve asked for five more minutes, but Hangman wasn't trying to give him that at all. And then, uh, is that you, Prime? About to say something? No, no, no I'm, I'm, I'm gonna wait until you. Uh, I'll wait. <laughs> so he wasn't gonna, he wasn't gonna give him that. So they, uh, he said, "You got to be me to get the championship, right?" So he wasn't gonna give him that. So Tony Khan made it official that's gonna be a triple threat and revolution between him, uh, Samoa Joe, and Adam Page. 
So I think that should be mm-hmm. a pretty good match. It can help Samoa Joe out because Samoa Joe ain't gonna handle twenty minute matches his age and size right now. <laughs> I mean, he can, but not with not with not he can, but not with depends on who's against. Nah. Like he can't go full speed with Swerve. I'm about, about to say, come on now, bro. I mean, Samoa Joe is that guy. But I was saying, but he was that guy in 2006. It is 2024. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> okay, and I'm like, yeah. it, the, the, the goal with it was, no, he, was, he was Swerve go, at this level. He can't go full speed. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. I mean, now, now, can he go with Swerve? Yes, but it's not gonna be on no 20 minute class. It's, nah. It could be like 13 minutes, you know, or like 10. Samoa Joe, tell everybody, I got 10 minutes. You got ten minutes out of me, and that's what it's gonna be. So, I you know I'm, I'm cool. I think that should be an awesome main event. I still don't think that Swerve is gonna win it at Revolution. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna win a double or nothing. I think Adam Page gonna screw him over because he's just to just to piss off Swerve. But but double or nothing, I think that's when Swerve gets his championship. I, I mean, know. I I don't know. I think uh, I think that it'll be one of those things where. Swerve hits his finisher on Hangman, and, and Hangman then toss, oh, yeah, and Joe tosses him out, and, and Joe tosses him out. Yeah, yeah, I think it'd be something like that he's just that close. Yeah, and uh, I think that will happen. Or when he's pinning him, then Joe would get Joe would get Swerve and then choke him out while he's pinning him. Like, I don't think know. Swerve will take the loser fall. He too high right now. I don't think Swerve will take the loser fall. It depends on it depends on how they do it. Because if Swerve hit his finisher and he's that close, and then Joe come out of nowhere and choke him out. That yeah. could work. I mean, it could work. But, uh, I, I still, I think, still think it should be an entertaining match. Uh, Timeless Tony Storm beat Red Velvet. My girl Red Velvet is back on TV, which honestly, she has been. She she been doing some match on Collision, stuff like that, Rampage. But she mostly been doing some stuff on Ring of Honor also. But I'm a Red Velvet fan. She came back. She beat Red Velvet, and then she started sniffing your girl afterwards, Diana Perrazzo, oh. because they got a they got a match of Revolution also. Didn't see much of the Blackpool Combat Club matchup, uh, but and I, I we'll talk about we'll talk about the 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 announcement as as the final thing. They had um, you're not about to get this name wrong, Prime. It was Jericho versus uh, you know I I just knew it I knew it to catch it thank you. Uh yeah so. Which by the way, I think I, I got points for that also. But in the main event, Sting and Darby Allen, yes, sixty-four or sixty-five-year-old Sting and Darby Allen captured the tag team championship. Now, I'm sorry, I, I did see. I, I did see one part where uh, Sting was on the balcony. He jumped off the tall, not the balcony, like the, the balcony in the crowd, like the stands. He just randomly was up there and just, just jumped. <laughs> what just is the matter with below, him? With St- concrete below it. It's crazy. Stink is going. Stink said, "I'm going out my way." My I did it. Did it my way. <laughs> I honestly my got him and Ric Flair. I'm convinced once you collapse, dead in the ring. No, no, because Stink nah, is smarter than Ric Flair. Nah. Stink is smarter than Ric Flair. Ric Flair is older. Said, I'm gonna have people catch me. Yeah. Ric Flair about ten years older and twenty years stupider. This Stink is okay. <laughs> <laughs> this Stink is just like look. This is my last go round, so I won't fight doing stuff that I wanted to do that I never did in my career because I was being smart, mm-hmm. and I want to do it now. Ric Flair was like, "I want to do all that shit without now." Well, you was, still shouldn't. Okay. I, I mean, it's a, but now Tony Khan's booked this man great. They end up winning the tag team championships, and look, this is what Sting wants to do. Sting's final opponent because Revolution is going to be his final match. He wants to go against the Young Bucks. 
Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, they, they gonna run that man rapid, but he won't go against the Young Bucks. They came out I and they all... Called, I thought, I thought he, they did fight the Young Bucks before, right? Uh, I I said I don't remember. It could have been a trio match. Think but... they, it must have been a trio's match. But I know I know Sting because he undefeated obviously. So I know whatever team Sting was on one, but uh, it probably was like the Bucks and maybe I don't, it can't be on maybe so it's got to be somebody else. Or maybe it was a tag team match. Won by I don't know. It it probably has to be, but they came out in their white suits beat down Sting and Darby Allin. He started bleeding so it had Darby Allin's blood all on the white suits and everything like that. had a real New Jack City vibe to it. Oh my god. Yeah, because we... No, who was that that had the blood on them? That wasn't... That was, it was Nick Wayne, right? No, I'm talking about when they did it with Darby. That was Nick Wayne? I believe so. When when, they, when the dude had his blood on him for like a week or two weeks or something? Oh, Yeah. Give, just give me that sting of vampiro shit that happened back in 2000 but so we know it's going to be a tag team match from tag team titles at revolution and I now you know sting is old school sting probably will go out on his mm-hmm. back uh, that would make sense I mean yeah because he's been undefeated and I think Tony Khan made by you know we're going to keep you winning but you know I'm like it ain't no point in them retaining the tag team titles because sting is going to retire and Darby is about to go to Mount Everest he better not the man made. It. He ain't gonna be up there with that man. Uh, with the man suit. signed his will. His mind is made up. He okay. Well, as okay. long as he know. And by, by the by the way, they did what it was at Forbidden Door. Okay, Forbidden. Oh, okay. And it was like it was like Sting and Darby and somebody else versus. It was one. It, it was like somebody foreign because. I, I, <laughs> they they double super kicked Sting and he like no so did. Oh, that's right. That that. That did happen. That that's right. You were telling the truth on that. That's one. the one where like, that's the one where they made their interest and Sting started out on the top of the stage. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, bro, you bringing it back to me now. You bringing it yes, back to yeah. me. But then it was time for the special announcement. Tony Costum did like a candy candy store. Like I got y'all. Y'all know what's coming. Because in five weeks, they're having a special AW Dynamite called Big Business. Can I get a witness? <laughs> So sorry. So, uh, prior to you, you remember the song "Big Business" or "Bigger Business" with, with Swiss Beats and literally every single hip hop artist in, in 2002 and Ron and Isley. Ron Isley. Look, I'm just gonna say, the first thing I think of is that movie "Big Business," and that movie was trash. What movie "Big Business"? It's got like Bette Midler. It's basically uh. That's right, I see it. <laughs> <laughs> True. It's uh. What's the movie where they trade play uh? You must say trade places. Trading places? No. It's basically like a old school version of a the movie is a parent trap, but like they quote unquote twins, they switch it's something like that. Okay. Yes, yeah, it's just I don't know that one. Okay. Well thank you, thankfully you don't, because it's stupid. Well, he announced big business five weeks at the T D Garden. Guys. Mm-hmm. The T D Garden is in Boston. We know, who, yeah, oh yeah. Which when, when, when they put out a, a advertisement for when the TD Bank uh, Arena did that, they had Boston, but not like Boston had with Boss with two S's with the dollar signs. Y'all know who this is? It's mm-hmm. Mercedes Monet. Monet. <laughs> I don't know if she gonna. Be, I don't know if she gonna be Mercedes Monet. She just gonna be Mercedes. I'm about to say she ain't gonna be Sasha. So. Well, yeah. So, 
Yeah, uh, unfortunately, Sasha not coming back home, but she's going to. She, I mean, like, Tony Khan just basically said er- everything but without saying, hey, Mercedes is coming. <sighs> Oh, excuse me. But Sorry. I mean, she was seeing like the suit. Huh? Just like he did for CM Punk. Yes, exactly. Everybody knew CM Punk, but, but, but you know, he ain't saying. But, uh, hey, look, she was at the Super Bowl with Britt Baker, Naomi, and Bailey. So, we, we, we already know. Hey, look, you might as well get the AEW friends while you got it right now. So, she she made a pick. And, and, and like I said before. First, first of all, where, where is she at? Who? Oh, I'm, I, I got the picture. If you want to see the picture, no, no, yeah, I'm I saying where is like, Baker? Oh, 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 like why is she in team? I, yo, I don't know. Is she, is she injured or something? I don't know. She nur- no, nur- she's not. Oh, you know what? She could be nursing Adam Cole because you know he's still out there with that foot brace. Like, he, he, you know, he's he's fucked up for about a year, so it's possible. I don't know. Mm. Or did maybe they just don't have anything for? Her? <sighs> Which is totally kind of special. Have you seen what they mean? What'd you say? I said, have you seen what they've been doing? What, with the women? Yes. Look, I just see... You Rip can find them. something for Britt Baker. I'm about to say, yeah, because, I mean, as of right now... You can even put Britt... You can even have Britt Baker have a run in Ring of Honor if you, if you don't have nothing for yeah, I mean, shit. Thunder Rosa came back, and he ain't, she ain't got nothing for Thunder Rosa, so... <laughs> she, she came back, and it wasn't special at all. <laughs> 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 she went out for, like, three years, <laughs> It wasn't a special comeback or nothing. At, like, at all. She, she, she was, I was like, oh, she got a battery of a collision. Like, oh, wait a minute. That, 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 wait, was it collision or was it? So I don't know. And then I was like, well, and Nyla Rose, but on Ring of Honor, I'm just like, oh my God, get it together, Tony. Well, mm-hmm. Mercedes is coming. And I think Tony Khan will be so good. He, he, he wanted Mercedes to probably be his new Jade. He really don't know what to do with himself. Well, it, first of, of all, if she do get there, She'll probably have to be pushed to the top top because it's first of all Mercedes also. Yeah. The last woman that they have is um Diana. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Diana, like, I'm pretty sure she's good, but I don't think they're gonna have her win. Okay. Because because of Mercedes. Like if Mercedes wasn't coming, then she'll probably win the okay. title. But since Mercedes is coming, they might wanna be like, we're gonna save her to win the title against Tony Storm. That well, okay, Chris. Oh yeah. So, so you're saying Thomas will be her? Will be Deanna at Revolution, and they probably double enough, and Mercedes gets the belt. You thinking? Yeah, yeah. Because okay. they probably they probably don't want to have two quick title changes like that. So, okay. No, <laughs> I mean that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Um. So yeah, y'all thoughts about Sasha coming to AEW? Lady sketch for somebody who was well, a Sasha fan. Who was Sasha? Mercedes. Maybe money. Okay. Oh, God. Um, I think good for her. I saw a lot of, well, not I saw some reports that she allegedly went to AEW because they were willing to pay her what she felt she was worth. Yeah. Um, and if that's the case, good for her. That's all I got. How about you, Prime? Yeah, no, I get it. Like, you know. Well, I mean, we all know AEW can pay anybody. With, like, we all know that, but yeah, I think, I think her probably being able to work in Japan as well as being uh, in that, AEW probably that's is I something think, that, 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 that was to help to sway the uh, the thing over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then again, maybe I don't know because like a lot of people are um, 
actually leaving their companies. So I, I don't know. Like, Will Ospreay was signed to New Japan. He's leaving New Japan as a whole to be with AEW full time. So, Well, I mean, speaking of leaving companies, TNA, we already know the company very well. And uh, I, I know me and Prime probably know more so than y'all do. But like I said, I've been watching TNA since 2004. I'll say really started getting into it in 2005. Old school TNA, uh, Ultimate X, Monsters Ball, Lockdown, you know, Slamversary, all that great stuff that they had there. And just really built up the years and the years of, you know, when Colonel came and Booker T came and we had the main event, Mafia. And I was loving TNA. And then 2010 came. And Hogan came. And Bischoff. And they just stripped everything down from TNA. And they wanted to make it their own WCW. And they kind of damn near killed all the way TNA. Then the Dixie Carter. Uh, some things happened with Dixie Carter. Then, then we lost it on Spike TV. And then it went to. It, then they tried to merge that in Global Force Wrestling. Because Jeff Jarrett went off and did Global Force Wrestling. Remember, remember that prime? Mm-hmm. They tried to merge that together. And that didn't end up working out. Then they couldn't find a TV. And then he tried this Huh? And then he tried to sell. And then he tried to sell fake gold. Yeah, oh, that shit was that shit was terrible. So, what more? What more is there to do? They was like, so then they then they start calling it Impact Wrestling. It wasn't TNA no more. It was Impact Wrestling. And honestly, I I didn't like it as Impact, but I dealt with it. You know, I did. I knew what it was at. And they were on Access TV. I still don't know how to watch Impact Wrestling. Not on Access TV. I, didn't, I don't. I don't have Access TV. I don't know where it is. I, I can never find it unless, unless you go get like the, the Fight TV uh, app and pay for it off of there. I, I think they got like a Fight Pack, don't they? I don't know. I mean, I I, I mean, I used to have it on my TV. I just had to find it, but because that's when New Japan was coming on on Friday nights with uh, Access, so you just have to find it. I mean, they, oh, when I had my when I had Pluto. They had a whole uh, Impact Wrestling Network, but they, they, they were just showing stuff from 2016, 2017, stuff like that. They wasn't showing anything recent. They were just showing reruns of different uh, Impacts and pay-per-view shows, you know. So back when it was at its worst, it was worse. You know, back when, back, back when they had them 50-people shows, well, guess what? TNA has returned early this year when they came to the Hard to Kill pay-per-view. They did a whole revamp. Scott Demore. Did a whole revamp of TNA. And we got new championships. We got uh, the logo came back. They're going on the road. People was was buying what this man was selling when it came to TNA. And I was like, oh, yo, and TNA has had one of the hottest months that TNA has had in forever. Which also got them to get stars such as Nick Namath. Which is AK formerly known as Dolph Ziggler, Mustafa Ali. They have come and signed on to Impact Wrestling. Jordan Grace just was in the Royal Rumble and had a good showing in there, which does which does good for TNA. And you know we just had Trinity over there shooting one back to WWE, but we got a good talent roster over there and, and good people that that just more welcoming to come in. So you, you're probably sitting saying, well, why the hell are you you saying all this? Because it was just announced that. Scott Demore has been fired by Anthem, which is yeah. 
Huh? Was, I was out of nowhere. That was out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, he gets fired. Uh, he's the president of TNA. He the one who said, yeah, we, we, we effing back when it, it was that battle for glory going into hard to kill. And I have to say, I have been looking at more TNA clips since they came into TNA on YouTube. I don't know where else to watch it at. And I'm just like, yo, man, TNA's popping right now. And it, 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 it makes it to like a third alternative for uh, wrestling. Because you already know the first two is obviously WWE and AEW. Mm. And so the question is, I was like, well, why the fuck did they, they try to, they, 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 they fired him? Well, he was fired. And uh, Anthem employee Anthony Sazon, I think his name is, was announced the new TNA president going forward. And everybody was kind of like struck, like, why the hell did this happen? And they they were saying that it came uh, over something about uh, major bank uh, like money issues. Uh, saying I mean, that I'm just huh? gonna say though, I'm just gonna say this man literally saved his whole company. And he was loyal the whole time, and they leave, and they they congratulated him by bringing TNA back and all that. Getting them in this good position and told him, "All right, you're you're going. Bye." And that's his reward. It's fine. And it was kind of crazy. Well, it says here I, I'm on WrestlingNewsSource.com, which is probably not a, a a good site. I'm not sure, but what I'm reading here is insiders close to the more have pointed out that his subst- substantial wealth from ventures outside of wrestling highlight his passion for the sport as. His primary reason for involvement under his leadership, TNA enjoyed the most prosperous period in nearly a decade, which is not lying, sparkling uh, Demore's ambition to further develop the company. He had long advocated for increased budget for TNA, even hinted at resignations to uh, underscore his pivotal role, uh, confident to his indis- uh, indispensability to Anthem, TNA's parent company. There was talks of him even trying to attempt to sign Braun Strowman uh, for the 2021 Battle for Glory event, humorously proposed as Braun for Glory. Anthem, however, barked at the uh, barked at <laughs> Strowman's fee and uh, did not want to even touch that. And for what I'm reading here, it looks like Scott Demore. Want, wants to bring in more money to TNA to, to you know, because you, you got to spend money to get money, right? And I, I think that's what he that's what he wants to do with TNA. I think he wants to be, make it to be a third alternative, and you need that to be attracting for somebody who is out the company and who may not want to travel all the way to Japan, go to AEW, or even WWE. You got to make that, that third alternative kind of be attracting. But TNA... Needs to needs money. They, they need something to update. They need to update their production. They need to update. Like if they're going to be traveling, going to bigger venues, you gotta make the show interesting so it can help fill up that venues, help get your money back, right? Promise today. Yeah. So that's what I would think is what, what what they would do. But I don't think I don't know if Anthem really cares about TNA wrestling. No, they do not. I really think it's a thing like like, like Scott DeMore's like, I want this of us. I, I, I want to bring this back and make this an alternative and make it make it the shit again. 
well, like it was back when I was watching it in 2005 through 9. When I, that's why I thought Teenage was at its best. Between 2005 to 2009. Would you agree with that or no? Uh, uh, it depends on... It, yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah. I'm about to say, I mean, I, I think the years, I'm not saying everything was good, obviously, but I do, do think the years from 2005, 2009 was better than like 2010, 2011, 2012, 2013. Uh, I don't know about 2013. I don't know about all that. You thought... I thought I said 2011. You, you thought 2013 was better than anything that happened in the early 2000s? Or mid-2000s? No, I'm just saying it was... Probably, it wasn't like... It was like decreasing, but it wasn't bad as, you know... Yeah, I'm not saying the shows that we can watch. Yeah. You can start seeing the decline now. Yes, especially in 2012, 2013. But even with that still being, they 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 lost their Spike TV uh, company. I mean, I mean they, mm-hmm. they, they, their deal. First of all, Spike TV is not, not even a thing anymore, is it? When I said Spike TV is not even a thing anymore, is it? Oh no, not anymore. It's it's. Something else, cause didn't it go to become Paramount because ABC Fan went to become Freeform, right? Uh, I think so. Okay. Well, I think with that kind of stuff, they want to, you know, he he, he wants to showcase and bring people who don't know about Impact Wrestling, such such as if I if we use Lady Sketch for example, who don't know too much about. Impact Wrestling, he wants to attract those kind of fans. Well, their their champion, Moose, said, look, if Scott DeMore ain't here, I'm not here. Now, I know he's mad at the time when you know when he was saying that. I I, I, I don't know if Moose will sit there and walk out of a good, good situation where he's on top. He's the champion. You know, because he ain't going to go over to WWE and AEW and be in the same position. At least not when you first get there. So, I mean, I, I know he don't want you to leave the situation, but there are a lot of people that are back there that like, that love Scott DeMore to the point where they don't understand his firing. What do you make of this? So, I think that somebody in Anthem is trying to, like, undermine his, like, well, everything he did. Okay. So that could just be like, basically he put, basically he gave it to them on a platter of like, here you go. I put this, I, I built this back from the ground up. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Gave it to them on a platter. And they just kind of like, thanks. Get out of my way. I'm going to do whatever I want with this. Now that you got it back to a presentable level. So, I don't know. That's kind of wrong. That's fired. Yeah, because I, so, do you think that Anthem is going to put more resources in it? Or whoever whoever, whoever this Anthony Saccone guy that they hired? Because the, the, the biggest uh, thing I want is... I think he'll bring a different element. Huh? I think he'll bring a different element to it. Not necessarily... Because see... Wrestling. He'll bring something different that he can incorporate with wrestling, but I don't know. What I want is, like, Impact to come back to the Leah Core Center. Like, because okay, we here in Philly... Impact used to come to the uh, when they would travel and and they do like lockdown stuff like that. They used to come to the Leah Court Center. I don't think they do those type of venues anymore though. Like I, I, I know because they, they do. I, they do I the think small they do stuff like now, right? You got to build back up. 
Now, but you don't have to build back up that. Well, I don't think they want to go to Lake or Center because even AEW kind of sometimes don't go there. But I'm saying, like, you know, I won't like them to go to an arena bigger than that one that it was in when it was like 200 people there. Right. As, long as, as long as we can see the crowd in the hard camera, then we're good. Well, I mean, as of right now, it looks like when Impact does travel to go to shows, they're, they're, it comes to 2300 arena. I don't think that's a tape show. I mean, they tape their shows the 2300 arena. I mean, Ring of Iron should tape their whole week's worth, four weeks of schedule at, at the. Oh, yeah, that was, that was, just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm talking about old Ring of Iron before the Tony Khan ball, you know what I'm saying? Back when it was Adam Cole, Colorado, yeah, fighting the main event. I don't, I don't think new and improved, quote unquote, TNA is gonna be like, yeah, we gonna, we gonna change, go on the road, but they gonna record that. Even though it's nothing wrong with it, but I'm saying like, how you gonna go from a lot of people to then being squeezed up in there? I, I, I mean, I, I do agree, but I'm saying I, I'm using Philly as an example because I know all the places are in. The Leah Court Center can hold a couple thousand people. That's where they used to come at. And I'm about to say, is AEW still has to come there because AEW don't go to Wells Fargo Center. They should. Wait, say it one more they, time? Huh? Say, say, say one more time? I said, because uh, the Leah Court Center holds about a couple thousand people. But I said, but, you know, even when AEW come here, because you said they, they, they don't do Leah Court Center, I'm about to say they have to do something because they don't be in the Wells Fargo Center. No, I'm saying they, no, I said they barely do it because they they don't really do feeling like that. Yeah, well, I'm I'm using it as as an exa- as, as an example. Yeah, and when they do it, they'll be in there, and then they still won't be like as cool as they want it to be. <clears throat> like, like when it comes to WrestleMania weekend up here in Philly, they, they they're going to be in twenty three hundred arena. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're going to have that, but you know, I I, I do want to see impact in, in bigger arenas because obviously they're, they're starting to get more of a crowd back into it. And I, I like that for them. And then you get more people in there, especially, you know, and sign the impact and, and really make something out of this thing. So I think that's great. But just to fire this guy you know, uh, who, who's really had changed this around for all the work that he's done for it, I don't know. I, I, hope they, they, I hope they don't go back to impact. I hope they didn't so just hard stop everything and then it just becomes boring all Because I, I want 2024 to be the year... The year of TNA. I want them to have a great year to be like, yo, we worked hard for this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. There, there are some people that, that are saying that they should go over there and work for uh, AEW now with Tony Khan. I mean, he could. He has a relationship with some of them since they are from TNA, so he could do that. He could do that. And, Shit, that's going to hurt her TNA even more. So we got to see how things play out. But we know how something is playing out, though. So when we thought, okay, we've had a lot of news happen in the, in the previous week, especially Dwayne Johnson has come to try to take some of that news off our chest to go with going on with Cody and then the Seth thing. And then now it looks like it, we may be even get a fucking tag team match. I don't know what the hell's happening. However, they said, hey, you can turn the volume down on the Vince McMahon stuff, but it ain't going off. Because. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you could, That's such a wild way to put it. Accurate, but. Yeah, yeah. it's not going off. 
because people power himself is throwing everybody under the Lex Express, okay? And it is, it is, it, that, that bus is riding over everybody because we got new stuff that came out this week. And it is about fallen wrestler Ashley Mazzaro. For those who don't know, Ashley Mazzaro was part of the Raw Diva search back in 2005. That she got, she won it, and then she picked it. Back during the Raw Diva search, <clears throat> which is, by the way, they never touched on that when they, when they talked about the, um, the Rufus Aggression documentary. I was wondering why they never did an episode. Dumb women had no experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what you, what you say for I mean, a lot of them that was hired didn't, you know. You know what? You know what? It was hired. Yeah, that, that those women had zero wrestling experience at all. Actually, as I mean, they had zero wrestling experience. They were just there to look good, and then they were just forced into wrestling stuff. And she wasn't the greatest wrestler because she wasn't trained to be. You know, and I, I mean, also they threw her right into a, 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 the uh, WrestleMania with a, a in a tag team match with Trish, didn't she? Or am I thinking something different? Oh. Um. I don't even know. Yeah, I'm, I'm unsure. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Yeah, I, I can't think of it right now. Uh, I don't know if it was WrestleMania. Tw- I, I can't. I can't remember. I can't remember. Um, well, Vice News because they said anything Vince, we're gonna report on it. Yeah. Anything. Um. There Vince was a, to the at three forty five. It's a long statement, but I have the statement. Okay. Uh, they had made. Uh, they, they talked about news of things that came out that uh, was talking about Ashley and how she was assaulted at one of these tributes to the troop shows back in the day, back in two thousand five or six, I believe it was. And for those who don't know, Ashley was always not with us no more. She committed suicide in two twenty nineteen, mm-hmm. ten days before her fortieth birthday. Mm-hmm. So this woman, this woman has been in pain, and they now they have uh, found some uh, some posts that was actually still on the website and of things that have happened and actually uh, documenting her experience over there as well. There was an affidavit. Uh, um, Explain to me, baby girl, how the affidavits work. So I could... Um, it's just like a storm statement. Yeah. Basically. I, I, I can't give you like a full on breakdown right okay. now. But, yeah. Which was, okay, the, the, uh, uh, she said that he, he was, uh, the statement was given to her lawyers as they worked up a sworn affidavit published shortly after her death in which she said she was raped on a military base, in, military base while in Kuwait on the WWE tour. This is back when he. This is back when Tribute to the Troops was not just a SmackDown house show. Mm-hmm. This is back when Tribute to the Troops when they actually went over there mm-hmm. in the in the battlefield, in the war zone, and you know you, you had wrestlers that were scared shit to the point like RVD was like, I ain't going over there. Yeah, no, I, I, remember, I remember I was watching uh, Pat McAfee. He said like two times they was over there. There was a war that started like right next to them, and they had to like. Move, <laughs> yeah. It's just like, yo, this shit was. They say every time you hear them sirens, we got to get down. I'm like, what? Why, uh, am I here? why are we doing this? I mean, I yeah. know why we're doing this, but my god, uh huh. I would have just said, like, I was sick that day. 
Act yeah, like, like I'm like, but I, I'm fired. Nah, I'm like, yeah, I, I got, I got, I got COVID. I can't come in. Like, <laughs> I got COVID too. That's funny. But like, he be like, what the hell is that, pal? <laughs> like, you'll, you'll know it's going to shut down your whole company for for, for many. <laughs> That's not, okay. Chill. I got, I got, I got, I got to get serious. So, uh, this the uh, statement. Uh, okay. You you have it pulled up. Okay, yeah. so I can. Let me see. I can talk about which one would you like me to read first? The the, the portion of the statement alleging about the, the things about Vince, or you want me to read the, the portion of the statement where she was talking about she was assaulted. Talk I about the really one. don't want to, but go ahead. The one that she was the, the one that she was talking. I think I have the one pulled up where it talked about how Vince handled it. Okay, I yeah. the one that because I I have. You know how you go into an article and it cl- you click and it takes you to another article about yeah. something else? Yeah. Okay. So this one's the in the one that's on Vice where I'm at right now. Yeah. It starts talking about um, how she was assaulted while they were overseas. Okay. Okay. So they published in full the sworn affidavit. Miz- um, it's Mazzaro, right? Yes. Um, had signed in 2017, November 2017. In which she detailed the alleged, oh my God, get get it together. Okay, mm. detailed the allegations about her rape in the WWE's response. You can read it in full here. In the affidavit, Mazzaro describes events that she says took place on the 2006 WWE tour. The year is incorrectly given as 2007 in the document. Yeah. Of U.S. military facilities in Afghanistan, Saudi Arabia, and Kuwait, on which she and several other performers and staffers took part. None could be reached for comment. Suffering from dehydration, the statement says she was taken to a military base where she was given an IV and left alone. After a couple of hours, a man representing himself as an army doctor and a woman in fatigue, she said, appeared, administered another IV, and took her to another room. Mazzaro, according to a source with knowledge, was taken to the Ali Asalim Air Base in Kuwait, where the clinic would have been staffed by Navy rather than Army personnel. This would explain why NCIS handled the case, even though Mazzaro said the rapist reported to be an army doctor. The woman guarded the door, the statement says, while the man proceeded to inject me with a drug that caused me to be unable to move my body or to scream. The man then proceeds... Okay, I'm not going to read that part. Mm -hmm. He sexually assaulted her very brutally. Um, She was completely helpless to defend herself against the attack as the drug injected rendered me temporarily paralyzed. Despite being unable to control my movements, I remained fully conscious for every second of the attack. Oh, my God. Eventually, a WWE staffer began banging on the door. The man woman covering her with a quilt and left the room. And a staffer carried her away and bore her back to her hotel, her hotel room. Mm-hmm. The sequence of events given in the statement, including Mazzaro falling ill, going for medical attention, and then being brought back to the hotel is broadly consistent with the one described in a 2006 blog post published on WWE's website by Jimmy Hart, one of the performers on the tour. Mm. Mazzaro, the statement says, was not in the position to have a rape kit taken. I, I don't know what we can and can't say to be demonetized. But, yeah, I got it. Okay. And did not report the incident to authorities. She told fellow performers about what had happened, but told them not to report it to anyone. After she returned to the U.S., though, Ferdinand Rios, the WWE doctor, questioned her about the incident. She agreed to tell him what had happened as long as he didn't tell anyone else. Subsequently, though, the statement says he informed McMahon and she was summoned to a meeting with McMahon, Laurinaitis, 
WWE production chief Kevin Dunn and other men she didn't recognize but believed to be the company's executives or lawyers. Dunn, who left WWE last month after more than 40 years of serving as a as McMahon's lawyer right hand man, one of McMahon's lawyer right hand men, could not be reached for comment. Yeah, that <laughs> a spokesperson for TKO did not provide contact information for a representative for Dunn when asked. Vince, the statement reads, led the meeting with these men and asked me to recount what happened in Kuwait. Then he said it was not in the best interest of the WWE for me to make the information about my attack public. I was still completely traumatized at that point and I just agreed. It was clear that they had already had there had already been a conversation and that they had reached a decision on their own prior to consulting with me as this was not a debate but rather Vince instructed me to keep this confidential. Vince did at, did at least apologize for what I went through but then stressed that if I disclosed this incident it, would, incident it would ruin the relationship between the WWE and the U.S. military. He told me not to let one bad experience ruin the good work they were doing. Jesus. Oh God, this man is so Lord, I'm, I'm just finished finish the statement. Yeah. In a statement issued after the publication of the affidavit, WWE denied its claims. At the time was Vince McMahon or at no time was Vince McMahon or the management of WWE ever informed by Ashley Mazzaro or anybody else that she had been sexually assaulted, drugged R word assaulted mm-hmm. or S word assaulted by a military doctor with a nurse standing guard while on a goodwill tour in 2007 in U.S. military bases in Kuwait. At no time was there ever a meeting with Vince McMahon, Kevin Dunn, John Laurinaitis, or other company executives in which she told them of such a claim and was instructed to keep quiet. Excuse me, guys. According to what Laurinaitis says, which is corroborated by an interview given last fall by Reels, the doctor, that statement was not true. A TKO, a TKO spokesperson declined to comment on whether WWE stands by its denial. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that is the... I'm listening. That, I'm just going through this rest, the rest of this article. The rest of it is stuff that uh, is in the other article I found that had the statement about the broad allegations that she had made uh-huh. um, about the like Vince's behavior in the back with all of the okay because like, I, 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 I that's why I got pulled up before I even tried to, to touch on that I mean my my God <laughs> like my God under bruh, the jail bro I I think I think we're beyond that point right now Q Flow. It's above us now. About, it's, I only ain't nobody going up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up upper room. I'm about to say, ain't nobody going like gotta up. gotta go up before you go anywhere else. I'm about though. to say, you know, the, the upper room, he's so, about to get an upper cut. Yeah, I'm about to say, the soil getting soft. To pull. I'm telling you, y'all seen the movie Ghost? And when them things come down there to get you, drag you down there, I'm just saying it. I mean, burn because this this thing is just. I'm be honest. I know this sounds super morbid, but I'd be really curious to hear what this man got to say on his deathbed. Like I know, I'm I'm not, I, I I'm not probably, saying I can that. Almost, I can I almost eighty percent guarantee what this is going to say on his deathbed. Fuck y'all. No, no, he gonna say no. That's too bad. He gonna say. <laughs> Life sucks. And I mean, you know. what deathbed? But you, you said you said what deathbed, bro? 
This man is this, this man is all of us. Hole somewhere, bro. He's out living all of us. What are you talking about, bro? I don't need Vince McMahon, Twinkies, cockroaches, and this TNA to still be here. Man, <laughs> listen, listen, y'all hearing it here first. First of all, it's Black History Month. Ain't no white man out living me. Right? <laughs> I'm sick. And if, I mean, and if, he, if he is, he, I'm not admitting that in the month of February. All right. Oh, oh, journal truth. I don't know what you're talking about up here. Oh my god! Right on, Q. Throw his ass under the jail, bro. Firing squad, something, bro. Something got to be done. This man need to be touched. He not God, bro. Yes. <laughs> he called. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, look, I, I I understand the first sleeves. Because... Listen, bro. Sleeves need to be rolled up. Somebody got to run. No, I mean, look, you—you not lying because you know we hear all these things about some of the Vincent man, but you know what makes this sad is because she's she's gone, mm-hmm. and it ain't like she she's gone because you know uh, freak acts a heart attack or old age. She she's gone because she took her own life, mm-hmm. and you can't help but to say. And I'm not gonna make no allegations of why it happened, but you but you can't help but to think that. Could this have played a part or major part in that? Maybe if she had been offered the help she needed instead of pressure into staying quiet, um, you know, she may have been in a better mental space. Who knows? Yeah. Um, It's not fair to make assumptions because you don't know what anybody's mindset is. But it's just the... The sheer... Lack of concern. Exactly. I just compassion, empathy, uh, all the words you could think to describe some like what's needed to help somebody through a situation like that. And uh, I don't know. So I'm sorry. What's that? You see, he said what? I'm sorry. What's oh, that? Oh yeah. Oh, they got concerned. And you know what's still messed up? Like on WWE site from 2006. They- they still have interviews about the stars going to, you know, Kuwait and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they have something that, that, that she written here. It, it was just like, it breaks my heart because it says here, I haven't pulled up. Anything can happen going over to going over to the Middle East, says Ashley. But my company takes care of me and I trust them. I have full faith that I will come back exactly the way I left, if not a little bit better in my heart. Okay, that's actually the name. Let me go and, and I'm just like, God. That's not funny, but that's just messed up. I'm like, why? Like, why is that still there? Yes. Of yeah. All the, that, like, of all the people you could have got to say that line. Yeah. But I'm just saying, this is probably, this is before this probably happened. I know. And it's then, just, and, then and, and, and that shit happened. And then. But then, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, if it's before that happened, that was how long ago? And they still ain't. But y'all know now. Yeah. 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 Y'all, y'all know. <laughs> Y'all knew then when she reported it to y'all. So I'm mm-hmm. saying, like, y'all know this can come up at any moment. And y'all just like, yeah, we used to be. And, and, and y'all, y'all definitely knew after, even if you tried to deny that you knew what happened, you definitely knew what she was alleging after the affidavit came out in 2017. Yes. I just, I don't know. And what was the, the article pulled up about when she was talking about, you know, her time in, in, in WWE? When it was uh, 
talking about Vince trying to write the promos for. Yeah, I because, have the, the yeah. full thing on here from Bleacher Report. So, yeah. I'm going to scroll up to the top and see where I can start. Okay. It's part of a sworn affidavit. So, the first thing I read was from Vice. Just, yeah. You know, to cite your sources. Um, part of a sworn affidavit that was previously unreleased to the public until Friday, late WWE star Ashley Mazzaro alleged that former WWE chairman and CEO Ms. McMahon sexually harassed her and other female wrestlers. So the attorneys released, um, I'm so sorry. Excuse me. Gotta get that out. Okay. Alright, it reads as follows. During my time with the WWE, I have observed I had observed Vince McMahon making out with other divas in the locker room, but he never paid attention to me, and I assumed I was not his type. This changed after my Playboy cover was released. I was fortunate enough to be allowed to fly on the company jet and stay at the same hotel as the executives for a period of time, so I could get home faster to spend more time with my daughter. On one of those occasions, Vince was attempting to get me alone with him in his hotel room late at night, and I felt extraordinarily uncomfortable. He began calling the hotel room phone and my cell phone nonstop. That's creepy. I called then WWE executive producer Kevin Dunn to explain the situation and he said I should tell Vince I was not feeling well and would see him on TV the next day. So I did. Masaro went on to allege that after she rejected McMahon's advances, he purposefully sought to torpedo her WWE career saying, immediately after that night, Vince started writing my promos for me. Because, sir, what? Vince does not write promos for female wrestlers. That is the job of the creative department. And he certainly wouldn't have, under any normal circumstances, written a promo for me. But he did. And the promos were written with the clear intention of ruining my career. I bought the first script Vince wrote for me to the WWE employee in charge of creator at the time, Michael Hayes. And he said, you're not saying this. Who the bleep? wrote this i don't know what the thing was it's bleeped out mm-hmm. and i told him that vince did he said well kid these are the breaks wow vince uh meaning that vince wanted to end my career and destroy my reputation on my way out he is known for this type of behavior as he also did this to say it name redacted i'm not sure who she's referring to mm-hmm. upon her de- her departure from we in addition, after that night, each time I, I walked by him, he would make vulgar sexual comments that were clearly designed to make me uncomfortable. Okay, and this tells us about her making her debut and that she was on the cover of Playboy. Um, okay, it says, agree the statement should focus more on injuries she suffered during her time in WWE. Okay. That's pretty much all of it, though, right? Mm, I was waiting to see if there was... I was trying to scroll through to make sure. Yeah, Mm. that's pretty much it. The rest is just telling about stuff that we already discussed. um, Or things we had previously discussed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was pretty much the end of this small snippet of the statement. Yeah. (sighs) You know, it's, 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 it's very unfortunate what happened to this this woman I hope I I really hope because you know there's big chance that this is get all this stuff that's coming out and what's going to happen it gets, gets settled out of court mm-hmm. but I'm hoping this shit go to court like anybody that's whole, like I, I want the, the, the law and everything to come down on this motherfucker big time 
But That's we got to get there first because, yeah. <clears throat> you know, it's civil suit, not the same thing as filing a criminal suit. Yeah. So we got to see what happens as a result of these investigations. Yes, but of, 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 of how I'm feeling in these reports and, and how, you know, people are turning on each other. No, I, this ain't going to court. All that shit need to come down and get all get rid of all these people. I do agree. It's a lot that needs to come out in the wash. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So sorry. Um, and it's just so unfortunate. Everything like that's I, I can't find the proper words to say how unfortunate it is everything that she had to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, and really just. This man has to pay for his crimes, misgivings, right. all the that. things that he did. We can say that motherfucker just ball him up with a ball, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then shoot and just shoot on a double rim court, just keep missing. You know that karma I, waits for no one. He gonna get his somehow, yeah. some way. Mm-hmm. It's gonna happen. That that. that everything can't stay secret forever no everything Mm. all the stuff that all the old folks have always said to you really does happen what's done in the dark comes to light it's it's gonna come out in the wash all of that this man has been doing dirt at this point for probably at least the last 40 or 50 years maybe more Mm -hmm. Um, because I wouldn't put it past him to have been a menace as a teenager even though he wasn't (laughs) technically famous yet well i, I mean he, 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 he comes from an, an, an abuse past also he, he he was assaulted and but it but still these instances that happen to these children grow up to become these monsters yeah you know. and it's like but the problem is you can't just as, as someone who watches true crime a lot you can't you can't you can Tell someone's backstory and say, mm. "Listen, they had an abusive childhood. This is he went through this, this, that, and the third. But it's never a free pass just to go and do something like that and pass your trauma on to somebody else. You're right. You're That's horrible. Right. And honestly, it's like sir, mm-hmm. a trash human being. And more and more stuff comes out. And that's the thing. The one thing about this case that. I, I don't want to say glad because glad's night word not mm. the right word. Yeah. Um. But the one thing about this case that is interesting to see, it can't be. Folks love to get upset when more than one victim comes out and they're like, "It's the pile on." Everybody want to claim that something happened. Blah blah blah. These things are allegations that were brought up long ago. Mm-hmm. And this is not the first and won't be the last of allegations from a long time ago. It's not just people coming out and saying, oh, well, it happened to me too, and blah, blah, blah. And even if that was the case, if he really did it, then he needs to face the consequences for that. Yes. But seeing all this stuff come back up where it's like, y'all, the call's been coming from inside the house this whole time and nobody was paying attention kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we probably didn't want this, you know. They didn't want them. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's very sad. It's very heartbreaking. And I'm with you. Like, under the jail, burn, it, it don't matter. The, the, the man has to be erased from existence. Okay. 
<sighs> like, we really need to, like, Salem witch hunt or something, bro. Like, the Vince witch hunt or something. Like, burn at the stake. Something got to happen, man. He needs to be made an example of. Yeah, it is. I don't know, man. I... I no, no, it's it's it's, it's, it's it's okay to feel the feelings because you know, especially when you read stuff like that, you just be like, you just make you uncomfortable, you know. If you have a heart, it just make you uncomfortable, you know. Now, I'm going to kind of, I'm going to end the show just like I had the ending, and then I'm going to double back to do the TNA thing, okay? Okay, I'm sorry, there's something wrong with my eye. I got cold wool that tomorrow. On that note, guys, we are going to end the, the show here. Man, thank you guys for listening to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. Uh, so we will. There's there's still gonna be more stuff to come out some of day. And also uh, check out the Nerd Guys. I want to do a Nerd Guys talk this week. I want to talk about the Super Bowl trailers. I want to talk about these Michael Jackson uh, biopic set photos. Prime send them to me. Uh, what you want to talk about one trailer? <laughs> I mean, one commercial. What are you talking about? There was a lot of commercials. That's commercials is trash. Twisters (laughs) That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed the to look thing, at all that, of them. That was the Eminem's commercial. They, they, bro, they played that commercial like three days ago. That's not. Then they just paid for it for the suit. That commercial old as dirt. But let me ask and, you this question though: Did we talk about it? Mm. <laughs> we ain't talk about it. Mid ass commercial. We ain't talk about nothing. It, it, like, it's barely uh, uh, enough that okay, we can even okay. get a, I, a, a week ahead of I, you know. I will say. And the best commercial is probably the Beyonce commercial, aside from trailers. Which I said the same thing. The okay, Verizon so, commercial. Hold, hold on, hold on. This is something we can talk about uh, in the week when we try to do a nerdgasm because there's a lot, a lot of stuff to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Because we can get into it, but we got we, we ended the rest of the podcast right. Now. I'm just saying, y'all know that we are talking about the primary. Send me, the, you know, the the set photos that we got to talk about them. And, and we got two new reveals of who going to be Jackson Brothers. So. Mm. We, we, we got, you know, this, oh, yeah, so we got to talk about that. So there's a lot of stuff we're talking about, so stay tuned, stay tuned for that. But for right now, we're going out the wrestling. Make sure check out the, the No Gimme Seed Wrestling Podcast. Check out the Nerd Guys Talk Podcast. Check out Turntables, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond. Check out Talk About Sober Tons. Also, check out my main man, Primetime, and his podcast, Primetime, uh, Prime Nostalgia Podcast with him and Leeboy TV. Check that out. Also, my main Q-Flow with the music as well make sure you know he got some dropping in march you know say don't know the exact date yet but some coming so be prepared for that as well so once again uh we're going to get up here so once again it's seeing a place to be chunks from staying the not the answer for prime time all right all right uh the greatest sketch lady sketch that's been real and the man that lived the eye revolutionary uh flo jonah truth <laughs> I rebuke this. Flo Jonah. Flo Jonah Street. My bad, my bad. My my pets was acting up. I was like, yeah, like that name. They're not be the good, only man. Flo Jonah Truth. Still Black History Month. You feel me? Yeah, I, yeah, I feel you on that, one, brother. And uh, Q Flo, as you always know how to do, take us out. Mm-hmm.
bringing nergasm to your ears. Welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks, you already know. So sit back, relax, and hit the like button. Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming. Swag on trivia and prompts top five. Either way, it's fun and you're hearing it live. Join with your host, Mr. A and E. Yeah, you know it's the place to be. It's in C.